Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. How about those Brewers? Sweeping the Mets. Gotta love it. Um, obviously, no news on the Aaron Rodgers front, so nothing to talk about there. Although, I did see a hit from Rob Demosky on ESPN talking about how the ball is in the Jets' court. So that's the latest from ESPN and Rob Demosky on the never-ending trade between the Packers and the Jets for Aaron Rodgers. Um, I did want to talk, as uh, the title intimates, about pass catchers and the need for them in Green Bay. And the fact that, yes, they took three wide receivers last year to begin the process of rebuilding their wide receiver core. Um, there's no doubt that they will enter this draft looking to continue to add both at the wide receiver position and then especially, I would think, at tight end. I've seen a lot, and I mean a lot, of folks in the draft industrial complex and the media in general uh, connecting Utah's Dalton Kincaid, the tight end, to Green Bay. I'm still of the belief that using the 15th overall pick on a tight end is going to be way outside the realm of possibility when it comes to Brian and the Green Bay Packers. But never say never. I definitely thought that using the 22nd pick on a id side backer last year was kind of crazy. I remember kind of leading up to the draft, Daniel Jeremiah, Peter Schrager, and a couple other people had um, uh, Quay Walker, you know, mocked to the Packers like the week of the draft. And I kept thinking, now, wait a second. These people all suddenly have Quay Walker there. Doesn't make sense positionally, but sure sounds like they know somebody in the building if they're all kind of coalescing around that pick. And I think we're way too far out for anything like that. I don't think that's what's happening with Kincaid. But it does make you kind of reassess, you know, your conventional wisdom, so to speak, and the idea that the Packers traditionally have a group of premier positions that they like to look at in the first round. And more often than not, that's where they that's what they stick to, whether it is offensive tackle, cornerback, quarterback, obviously, um, and a few others. But, you know, tight end – if it helps your offense, and he, the prospect in question, whether it's Kincaid or somebody else, you feel has an insane upside and can become a special player, yeah, I, I have no problem with the idea of taking him there. But then you flip it around and you talk about the depth of this draft class at tight end, and it is extensive. It is deep, if not the deepest position in the draft. And the, the history of the league is littered with tight ends who came in via the draft, much ballyhooed, day one picks, who've done precious little in the league itself. Um, you want, obviously, you're hoping to get immediate contribution, but there's no guarantee there, especially at tight end, especially in this offense where they are, they are asked to do so much, whether it's playing in line, whether it's playing in the backfield, whether it's going out into the slot or even in the perimeter. You've got to know not only everything you're supposed to do when it comes to the passing offense, whether that's route running or pass protection. But then you've also got to learn everything in the, on the ground game in the, when it comes to the run game and things of that nature. Um, let alone, let, never mind the fact that you're also going to be utilized as a move tight end at times, and you're going to have to do all sorts of stuff, whether it comes you know, in motion, coming out of the backfield, all of this within an offense that, you know, is reacting to and trying to create mismatches and asks you to do a lot of work pre-snap mentally. So it's going to take a special 
prospect to come in and hit the ground running and be productive. And is Kincaid that guy? Maybe. I certainly think I would love to see him catching passes from Jordan Love if for no other reason than the guy catches everything. I mean, he is so impressive. Um, and I have seen some pushback online about people talking about his age and the fact that he suffered a back injury. Although I think that's funny because Gronk, I think, missed like almost a full year with a back injury in college and he turned out all right in the pros. Um, I just want to remind people, you don't dismiss guys. Don't dismiss prospects just because, for whatever reason. Like, I understand that we're going to have our preferences and people get enamored with certain guys. Like, JSN, I think, is the kind of the the hot name at the moment. Um, I saw Zach Cruz talking about the Packers needing to trade up for him. And, hey, I wouldn't be adverse to that either. I'd love to see him catching passes from Jordan Love. But uh, all players have value. And don't tell me what a player can't do. Tell me what he can do. Uh, Every one of these guys can help you. Um, Big part is obviously projection how he fits, not only in the offense, but with the coaching staff, with his teammates, and things of that nature. Um, And one place you can uh, find out about all of that is the Cheesehead TV Draft Guide. That's right, folks. It's available. You can find a link to purchase it in the description of this video in the down below here on YouTube. The Cheesehead TV 2023 Pro Football Draft Guide is available right now. And speaking of JSN, I want to give a shout-out to our, our video friend, Cody, who throws together all the prospect uh, spotlights here on our YouTube channel. We highlight them during the draft as well. Um, JSN got the treatment here late. I just wanted to show it real quick because Cody does great work, and I want to give it as much exposure as I can. So take a look at this real quick. Roadcap doing the work, baby. It's great stuff. Uh, like I said, he does a ton of those leading up to the draft for us here on the YouTube channel. Uh, and then we feature them whenever any of the guys get picked that we have videos for during the draft stream. Uh, so make sure you check all that out. And make sure you check out the draft guide because it's fantastic. The people involved do just absolutely fantastic work. Um, all players have value. Let me uh, end with that. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody in the comments section. Hope you're all having a great day. New York Cheesehead is here. It's always good to see you, buddy. Big B is here. Garrett freaking Mitchell, you damn right. Craig, thanks for the super chat. I hear Sammy Watkins is available. What are the odds of Green Bay taking an O-line player in the early rounds? Anyone catch your eye? Well, uh, you know, we obviously feature an offensive lineman on the front cover of the uh, draft guide. Uh, I think Paris Johnson as well. Uh, is there's a possibility he he's available there at 15? I wouldn't 
be upset with either of those picks. And yes, I think there's very much a chance that they take an offensive tackle at 15 if that's the best value and the guy they have rated the highest and think they can plug him in there at right tackle and away they go. I, I definitely don't discount that idea or possibility in any way. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. The Packers need to start drafting offense early. Their defense drafting has been more missed than hit. Now, now, let's see what uh, Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt have to say about that. Uh, let's not just completely dismiss uh, the potential there. Young Feezy Baby, thank you for the super chat. Uh, Breeze is high on the draft board in the guide. I thought his tape wasn't very good. Do you think he will be a guy the Packers like? Man, I have no idea when it comes to what the Packers like. Um, <laughs> that is left to better draft minds than myself. Um, you thought his tape wasn't very good. Others may disagree. And that's the best part of the draft season. Um, as, as you know, I've looked at a cursory, very cursory at most of these guys. And I couldn't tell you if, like, this is someone that the Packers are salivate over or not. Um, more often than not, though, most of these positions have somewhat of an archetype when, when inside 1265 Lombardi, a type that they like, both physically and athletic testing-wise. Um, but I couldn't say one way or the other. Um, Vex, thanks to Super Chat. I can't wait for the Packers fans to lose their mind when we don't draft JSN at 15, never mind that we gave up 340 rushing yards to the Eagles. Man, from your Super Chat to God's ears, man. Please, defensive line help. That's I'm all about it. Anything to shore up and beef up that defensive line. Um, get dudes who can, can two-gap and put people on the ground. I Please, Jesus, help me. I'm with you, man. I look, JSN at 15 would be great. I'd have a t- I'd have a ball. It'd be a ton of fun, uh, especially as someone who plays Madden a lot, because then he'd be on my squad. But yeah, if they don't, I don't think it's a travesty in any way, shape, or form. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not like not even close. Well, we got all sorts of stuff going on here. Uh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? Lee Bruce has got it right. J Love gonna ball. There we go. There we go. Carl, I, I don't disagree. Carl says I think we need D line and edge. I think both of those are definitely going to be in play. Um, I know Moses has been um, mocked to the Packers a bunch as of re- you know recent vintage. Edge, I think, is, you know, maybe not even, I wouldn't even call it a sneaky need just because, you know, you definitely need uh, at least another kind of body with upside 
there in the rotation because you know Rashawn's not going to be ready for the start of the season. Who knows how long he takes to get back, and even when he is back, how quickly he rounds into shape and looks like his old self. There's no telling when that happens. So, you know, then you're talking about Preston Smith and Kingsley and Igbare, and then I guess, what, Garvin? You know, it gets thin real quick. So you're going to have to add at least one body, I would think, in the draft and probably in free agency as well, kind of probably right before the draft would be my guess. Uh, I like the late-round safety. There's a lot of high RAS and potential. McDuckskin, I can't say that I've uh, I've looked at the late-round safeties, but that's why the draft guide is so compelling. I haven't made my way through it yet. Vex, thanks for the Super Chat. Also, we already have one tight end we don't use in DeGuara. Now, yes, we haven't used him with the old quarterback. Things could be very different with a new quarterback and a new approach on offense and a new game plan every week and a new kind of construction. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but like the usage of any of these guys is going to be a little different now. Um, only because the entire kind of focal point of the offense is not going to be centered around what Aaron Rodgers wants to do, which is very much, the, has been very much the case over the last, you know, three, four years. Uh, would love if they signed Leonard Floyd. Oh, LOL. That would be great. I don't know if they're going to be able to compete price-wise, but yes, God, that would be, that would be fantastic. Um, Glad we're talking about the draft now because talking about Rodgers is as bad as talking about fantasy football. <laughs> Sean, I'm here for you, buddy. Hey, look, you know, you got you to gotta touch base on it. I understand, but I'm definitely not going to make this a Rodgers talk every single day. Um, you know, the draft is still pretty damn far away, but um, it's infinitely more compelling, especially now that I have the draft guy to dive into, uh, than, you know talking about leverage or whatever the hell is going on between the Packers and the Jets that we're not privy to. You know, if there's solid reporting about something, yeah, we'll talk about it. But why drone on when we don't know anything and we're just waiting? Um, There should be a few big physical wide receivers available day three. I'm pretty sure Goot drafts at least one in the late rounds. I totally agree. Um, I suspect, yeah, we'll see an addition to the wide receiver group, most likely day three, maybe day two. Uh, depending on how the board falls. Uh, but, yeah, they have a type, you know, as I was talking about before, you know. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see. I know there's a kid from Arkansas that I, I like a lot. He's supposed to be a day three guy. Um, but, you know, any one of them uh, be a fun addition. Craig, thanks for Super Chat. 2023 season will be a twofer. We get to see if J- if love is legit and we get to see an unadulterated MLF offense thoughts i have no thoughts we all know this um yeah i mean i'm curious to i want to ask matt because i don't think he's been asked this at least not that i've seen or can can tell from his media availability so far this offseason but who is going to be involved in that room constructing the offense is it him and steno him and steno and clements uh you know who's going to be the voice there as far or the voice is in the room putting that offense together, you know, I, I assume obviously Matt LaFleur's 
the one, the guy, but, you know, who else is in the mix? Matt has always talked about it. It's the Packers' offense. It's not my offense. Well, the guy who was the major contributor and collaborator with LaFleur in Aaron Rodgers has will be leaving the building. So we know, you know, Steno has had a, a voice. Um, will he con- Will that continue? Will he get more of a say? Like, these are things that I'd love to get kind of some idea about. Uh, but, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how LeFleur approaches things, what not only the design of the offense is and what differences there might be, but also the game planning from week to week and how they go about transitioning to – you know, an offense led by Jordan Love as opposed to a guy in Aaron Rodgers who had clearly tons of you know banked reps, like they like to say, tons of ideas of how he wants to operate on offense. We all know Matt very much acquiesced to a lot of those, and hey, they were very successful and they moved the ball a lot. And we like I'm not dismissing or deriding any of that, but a fresh approach and a new approach. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited to see how that kind of transpires uh, what else we got what else we got the only guy i wanted to get drafted to the pack was lacy other than that i don't have time to study every college prospect besides i have no control over who they pick so just let so just ride the wave matthew that's a very healthy attitude could not agree more that is very much where i've been since um they drafted kenny clark because I was very, very disappointed when they drafted Kenny. And Kenny has turned into one of my favorite players of all time. So from that moment on, I've pretty much been like, you know, let them do what they got to do. That's why when the whole world was burning down about them uh, drafting Rashawn Gary back in the day, I was like, can we all just take a breath? And we've got video of it. I think it was the first year we ever did a live draft stream. And I was like, can we all just relax and take a breath and – let it play out, and the Packers have an idea here. They may know what they're doing, and lo and behold, they did. It's kind of crazy. But, yeah, I hear you, man. Definitely hear you. Uh, if Favre played three more years after we traded him, then 12 definitely will. Ooh, I don't know if I agree with your police work there, Lee. I mean, could he? Yes. Would I be surprised if he does? No, but I do buy him saying that he, you know, I do think the thoughts of retirement are genuine. I think he is genuinely, you know, toying with that idea or at least giving serious thought to the idea of retiring. And I think the Jets know this, and that's why they're trying to protect themselves, which they have every right to do. Can't can't begrudge them for that. Totally get it. Justin Harrell is the GOAT. Wow. Now we've really gone off the rails. Um, what was this on Facebook? Carrie, Nags, if you were a betting man, how much would you put on Nixon actually playing offense, receiver or where? This could shake defenses up some used to special circumstances. Yeah, I think there's a chance. Um, you know, like I've kind of joked here since Matt said that at the owners' meetings that you know, he also teased us about um, Jair getting in on offense, and that never happened. But um, I think there's a spot there if they get into a lot of the motion stuff and a lot of the orbit uh, motion that they really liked back in 2020. Um, yeah, I could see him being utilized in that way. Get him into space, get the ball in his hand. I mean, that's what he does as a returner, right? So I think I don't think it's a four like a slam dunk, but I I think they'll they'll mess around with it and see if they 
find something, they unlock something that works that they think can be productive. I think we'll see it in camp. Um, obviously, first they'll see it in the off-season program, OTAs, what have you. But I think they'll go into camp and experiment with it a little bit. Now, how much it actually gets utilized once you know things are live and real, week one, I don't know. But I do. My sense is that this is something that they actually will explore, and I'm excited for it. I think it'd be fun. Adam Stenegoat, <laughs> Big V. <laughs> That's great. Vex, thanks for the super chat. I have tried to look at who we drafted going into the players' third year. I've tried to look at. Well, that's a good idea. You know, you want to take three years to judge a draft, so that's a healthy way of going about it, Vex. Ryan, thanks, buddy. At least 10 is working with the wide receivers running backs. Yes, he is out there in California throwing to Aaron Jones and Watson and Dobbs, reportedly, so I'm down with that. I am all in. A-Rod to the 49ers. Larry, we talked about that yesterday. I don't think that's a very real thing. But who knows? Stranger things have happened. The, you know, the problem for the Packers is the 49ers have no draft capital. Not this year. Nothing that the Packers are going to want to turn around and, you know, make that deal instead of the one with the Jets where they could get something at least immediate in return. Uh, it, it doesn't look good. Uh, GVT, what's up, man? Thanks for checking out the stream on Twitch. Is Joseph, who did the top 150 draft board for the draft guide, the same Joseph who predicted the Zach Tom pick on the draft live YouTube broadcast? Uh, I believe they are the same. Um, A-Rod to 49ers sounds like some bad Packers leak. <laughs> yeah, but the Packers leaking to what, to Carton here in New York? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't know, man. Maybe. But uh, I tend to doubt it. Um, what's my opinion on if the Packers can get the kicker from Michigan, Moody, in the fifth or sixth to get a young and cheap at the position? I'm all for it, if only because it'll make Corey Banke lose his fucking mind. Um, yeah, but I think that makes a world of sense. Especially in a draft where they've got, like, what right now I think they've got, what, 10, 11 picks? And that's before whatever they get from the Jets? Yeah, um, I'm all for that idea. And I think, yes, you're going to see them maybe via the draft, maybe – undrafted free agent maybe in free agency proper some way they will f- go younger and cheaper uh, at kicker this year is would be my guess all right buddy i'm gonna have to get going i can't thank you guys enough for hanging out and talking packers each and every day monday through friday right here on the cheesehead tv social channels please do me a monster favor hit like on the video subscribe to the channel and then tell your friends and tell your family cheesehead tv we are devoted to green bay packers fans worldwide Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.